This is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. Lots of movement around the NFL, including... I can't believe this it. This isn't it's movement. A, it's not technically movement. Actually, I said I can't believe it, but it's so believable. I, what do you mean? It's it's the most believable thing to happen this offseason. We'll get to Tom Brady coming back in just a second, but a couple details on My Aaron Rodgers. favorite Tom on this show. Oh, thanks, buddy. Uh, Aaron Rodgers' new contract has been completed. He signed a three-year extension with the Green Bay Packers that will see his total salary after those three years reach the $150.815 million mark. That means all you math geeks out there, that's an average of $50 million per year for Mr. Aaron Rodgers. That's not too shabby. That's pretty damn good. When that contract is up, it will give Rodgers the opportunity to retire at age 41 or the Green Bay Packers to rework that deal with him and maybe sign him to another one or two year deal depending on how his play looks at age 41 but as of right now it doesn't look like he's slowing down at all two-time MVP back to back but it's also Aaron Rodgers it's not Tom Brady who has made a living and championship seasons off of reconstructing his own deals to be more or team team friendly to bring in other guys. Aaron Rodgers has has always been Aaron Rodgers first and foremost. Up, 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 up. Up, up, up. Not so fast. His salary cap hit is now just twenty eight point five million for twenty twenty two. That's eighteen million dollars less than it was supposed to be this season because of that new rework deal. So, well, I, I still even like though he took guy. fifty million dollars per year, and it seems gaudy, he's doing the Packers a favor this year so. as far as giving them cap space. Uh, Green Bay also extended Preston Smith, lowering the cap figures this season, and by releasing Zadarius Smith and Billy Turner, they have cleared about the Zadarius Smith thing is forty five million dollars in cap space though. So, all of a sudden, the Packers now have money to get Rodgers some pieces. But what's his biggest gripe been with the organization since being there? You don't spend enough. You don't on do it. it. You don't spend it. You know what they're gonna it. do? They're gonna and draft another quarterback. They're gonna get this Geronimo year. Allison to come back because it was so great the first time they had him. Like the Darius Smith thing does kind of perplex me because I think he's still pretty good. I think he still has something left. I in think the he's tank. what the third or if not the second best player on that defense. Not anymore. Was sorry and. I also think that there is some turmoil with Devontae Adams. I've seen some reports where he's a little frustrated with the Packers as far How as his contract is concerned. Yeah, like this guy gets $50 million per year. <laughs> he also reduces his cap space by $18 million, so you can You had it. more money to give to Devontae Adams. And you just give me a franchise tag. And, of course, they can— while, he can be franchise tag. They can come up with a deal today and sign him to a long-term deal and forget the tag. That's still on the table, but— when is I think that it's deadline? Just, I don't know, but I think it's just insulting to him that oh, he was on the franchise You're going to give a 38-year-old a three-year deal, and you're going to give arguably the best wide receiver at age, what, 25, 26? The deadline uh, for those clubs to sign players to long-term contract extensions is July 15th at 4 p.m. So if a franchise tag player isn't signed to a long-term deal by then, they got to sign the franchise tag. Devontae Adams, 29. That's a lot older than I thought he would But three be. years is worth it for that. Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Three years with a cap hit of $10 million. Wide receivers and running backs don't hit that 30-year plateau or 30-year-old wall the same. I think running backs hit it a lot harder. They're going to hit a thousand times compared to wide receivers. Exactly. So it just makes natural sense that that would be the case. But... 
what we said on this show, I said on this show before that I thought that it might cause a little bit of a rift between Adams and the organization by just slapping the tag on him like that. Now, hopefully there's some open communication between the two parties and they're saying, look, we just needed to make sure that we had you back next year for sure, so we put the tag on you. But let, we want you back f- the entirety of Rodgers. So mm-hmm. let's try to match up three years with three years here and let's try to make the money work. And I guess that they're kind of at a stalemate as far as making that money work is concerned. And there's reports that Adams is getting a little frustrated now with the Packers. And I think your points are valid. Like, I love Rodgers, and Rodgers really made me, I don't want to say made me who I am, but really helped make me who I am sure. in the NFL. And but I you, think you could also still be Devontae Adams on a lot of other teams. Of course you could. And you've re- rewarded him with all of and making him the highest paid quarterback in the NFL at 38 years old after two MVP seasons, but who got him all those numbers for those MVP seasons? Like, who was the... The guy. The end... Uh, B, who was B in that equation? It was, it was Devontae me. Adams. And, and you know why? There's it's, not because, even, it's because Aaron Rodgers wanted to get him the ball. Yeah, and I would also say if I'm Adam, it's not like you've got three average receivers behind me that you can maybe receiver by committee your way right. into it's a not, decent It's not core. like you have a Juju and a James Washington and Deontay Johnson. I would be like, listen, I'm the guy. Like, I get 10 catches a game. I get over 15 targets a game sometimes. You will have nothing for Rodgers if you let me go. Why are you going to make me disgruntled and have me play on a franchise tag? Get me a long-term contract so that I'm happy. Package me with Rodgers. We've all along said that we want to be together. I mean, Rodgers has even said he's going to base his decision off of where Adams ended up going. Now, of course, Rodgers decided to decide before Adams had a chance to, but but still. <laughs> but I'm sure there was a Like Adams said, note. I'd rather go to Green Bay. Or Rodgers or, was or like, Rogers hey, I'm thinking like, I'm going to Green Bay. And I was like, yeah, I'll come back and play for Green Bay. And right. then they franchise tagged him. Or like, when, well, he was, when he was having the conversation with Green Bay say, hey, we better make sure we get this guy. The most guaranteed way to do that is franchise tags. Franchise tags. Yeah, I, I think so too. And I do think they're going to still try to negotiate a new contract for him as well while they build up to that July 15th What deadline. was that? July 15th? July 15th at 4 p.m. If they don't sign him then, he is going And there's a lot of time between March 15th and July 14th, so we're okay. Cleveland Browns have been making some moves as far as free agency is concerned as well. Amari Cooper coming to the Cleveland Browns, and they've also given Jarvis Landry disgruntled wide receiver permission to seek a trade. Is that someone you think the Steelers might kick the tires on, Jarvis Landry? They need kind of a... It's weird to call him a veteran, but they do kind of need that veteran guy with his head on straight in the locker room for those receiving court. Because, like, who is that leader on the offense now? I don't know. You know who I think it is? Is it Najee? I think it's Najee. Like, right. I think he showed as a rookie, I am the leader, but I'm a rookie, so I can't really say anything. Now. Now, as years kind of move on and, and Ben's out of the locker room, too, there's no real stepping on toes as far as the offense is concerned. I think you'll see Najee take a next step there. I think if you lose either, if not both, of Juju and James Washington— a call to Jarvis Landry would not be the worst thing for the Steelers. Now you'd have to work out a trade with the Browns, and why would the Browns trade him to the Steelers? That's always a factor that you'd have to take into account. But I don't know. Stranger things have happened. I mean, would you? Would the trade include if the trade included Jarvis for Washington and other pieces? Would you be okay with that? That swap specifically? Yeah, I would be okay with that. Because I don't think the Steelers are going to say, "Oh, we want to get rid of Juju, give him to the Browns for Jarvis Landry." No, right? You see what I mean? Yeah, I do. But- so I think. 
Are you okay with that swap? Do you think that's a, a good return for giving up James Washington? I think it would be. Yeah. I think it would be more favorable for the Steelers, honestly. But, yeah, I think it would be. Now, with the Brownies, yeah. Amari Cooper, weird that Dallas kind of moved on from him. I and thought Dallas had the and, best receiving core, arguably, in the NFL. And then went year. out and re-signed Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup. Yeah. I and, made a, it would have made a lot more sense to send Michael Gallup. To the Browns. Yeah, I, I think so, too. Something with Amari Cooper just wasn't jiving with them, though. But Maybe they think he's, you know, past his prime. Maybe they think he's already gotten the best performance out of I don't think so, because him. I think he was having a great career with Dak. What do you think his mindset is right now, though? Uh, going to Cleveland and playing with that Baker. quarterback now. Like, that guy killed can't be Odell's excited. career almost. Wouldn't be excited about it. And it's not just that that guy killed Odell's career almost. He had everybody blaming Odell for the problem. Like everybody was saying, "No, it's Odell." Oh, Baker's good when Odell's not in the lineup. He just Odell just doesn't want to be here. He doesn't want to play here. Do we think? Then he went to the L.A. Rams and he was amazing. So we knew though that before Cleveland there were character issues with Odell. Of course, we never saw that with Amari Cooper when he was. No, he's with been the one Raiders, of the most quiet players in the NFL. With with the Cowboys, he's just been leave it all on the field. He's been great everywhere he's played. Do you think that is beneficial to Baker, just to have a, a playmaker, just to be, have a guy who's focused on the game? Do you think that it's a guarantee that Baker will be the one throwing him the football this year? I hope it is. I hope so, too. I, <laughs> I hope so. I think the Browns are going to get a quarterback. I don't know who that quarterback is. because I saw somewhere No Rodgers, no Wilson. The Steelers I... just snatched up Trubisky, so the, the market's getting weaker for him. Wentz is gone. Well, here's the thing. There's still one really big name out there, and I saw someone on, I forget who, but on NFL Total Access. Jimmy say, G. No, Deshaun Watson. Oh. The Browns should go all out to get Deshaun Watson. I keep forgetting about him because he's just, I, I'm so glad the Steelers came out and said they're not going down that avenue. However... I did see a report that said he is meeting with, I believe... Saints and Panthers. Panthers, yeah. right. Panthers are the Saints. front runner. The Panthers are the favorite as far as the Vegas world is Which would be concerned. really interesting because you pair a mobile quarterback with a guy like Christian McCaffrey. If he can stay healthy. Right. Which he and hasn't Deshaun done Watson can stay season. out of legal trouble. Right. I mean, there's a lot of question marks. There's a lot of that. ifs there, but I did not hear the Browns in that. All I heard was that the Browns should go all out, which I agree because... You're left with Baker Mayfield instead of Deshaun Watson. That's a world of a difference. I don't know. It's a risk going after Deshaun. I don't know how long that's suspended. He's going to get suspended when he becomes traded. Once he and, enters and, right. And activated. Once he enter, and, yeah, yeah. yeah, so he's going to become traded. I just don't know. Or traded. He's going to become suspended. I just don't know how long the suspension is going to be. I don't think it'll be a full year or anything like that. Probably like four games or something like that. So that's going to happen from the league. So you have to take that into account. But also you can use that as leverage in a trade to say, I don't want to give you as much as you're asking because I'm going to get a guy who's just a bum for the first four weeks because I can't use him because the right. league told me so. But you said you don't hear the Browns connected to him. <laughs> you don't really hear the Browns say they're not after him, though, where like the Steelers came out and were like, we're not, we're not, we're not do doing this. Like, this we're not going to do Rodgers. We're not going to do Watson. Yeah. The Browns being quiet is almost loud, as saying maybe they are kind of behind closed doors, taking some time to think, do we have the three first well, round about, picks? I mean, do we have the package to send them? A, Baker Mayfield on top of the package, too? A great example of being quiet but still being able to get a deal done, the Denver Broncos was with Russell Wilson. Because everybody thought they were going Rodgers. It was Rodgers to the Broncos, and then they just at the midnight hour slid in on Wilson once Rodgers decided to go back to the Packers. So I think but, Jimmy G's an interesting one for the Browns, do too, Do you though. think... I think he's a better quarterback than Baker. But I don't think it's much of an upgrade. How many more wins will he get you? I don't know. Like two. 
like two more wins because a lot of with Jimmy G is coaching and talent around him has to play really well. And Cleveland's I got think, the talent around him, but I don't know about that coach. Stefanski's exactly. Still I think Jimmy G Shanahan's was a, a really great good coach, product yeah. of Kyle Shanahan. And uh, Mike McDaniel, who's now the OC right. in, in Miami, or was the a, head coach in Miami. Right, I mean. was a huge benefactor of all those, those two guys. good head coaches. Yeah. The offensive-minded, sure. uh, forward-thinking Stefanski kind of is the guy who has Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. And, and never uses them. And never uses them. When you're up... I mean, what, what was the game against? Was the game in Cleveland, Pittsburgh at Cleveland, right? Where yeah. the Browns held the lead, and Nick Chubb had like five carries in the second half. Even the second game on Monday night, they just didn't run with Chubb. Baker right. threw the ball like forty-five times and kept getting it swatted out of the air. Where I think Chubb would have just got sacked fifteen times. If you would have just kept going with Chubb over and over yeah. again, he would have eventually broken through and had big runs and been able to get through the secondary because the Steelers' rush defense was incredibly weak. So. This is a guy who was the head coach of the year in the NFL just two years ago, Stefanski. Worthy of it he now, really, in hindsight? Not not as far as this past year is concerned. It, it really makes you wonder how he even got that consideration his first year because his refusal to use his team's strengths is is really, really weird to me and, and a red flag. Of that's not a head coach. No, so that's why I think Jimmy G, it might not be the best environment for him to land in. So it wouldn't... You wouldn't hate it if the Browns went out and got Jimmy G. I wouldn't hate it, but I think they might be a little bit better than if they had Baker. Here's my my question to you. Knowing the Browns and knowing Kevin Stefanski, even though they bring in Jimmy G, is he guaranteed to be the starter over Baker? No, there'll be a competition. Unless they trade Baker for and Jimmy G, but that wouldn't matter. The, why would the Niners want him? They, they already don't. have they Trey Lance. Lance. Yeah, exactly. Right. So that wouldn't make much sense either. But yeah, I bet there would be a competition, but... Why would Baker be your quarterback if you decided to trade for a guy like Jimmy G? You know, like, why would you make that move just for him to become the backup? You're just giving up assets for no reason then at that point. So I think the writing would be on the wall if they did bring him in that Baker's time would be number numbered. Uh, also traded linebacker Mac Wilson this morning to the New England Patriots for Chase Winovich, the edge rusher. So maybe trying to get some extra help for Clowney and Miles Garrett up front with bringing in another edge rusher. But I thought Mac Wilson was a pretty decent linebacker for them. So interesting that they moved Another on from him. Browns move that kind of has you scratching your head. And you also wonder about the other team in the equation. The new Patriots. do they know something about like Mac Wilson well, and or know. Chase Winovich that the Browns? Well, don't. I don't know because we talked about. I would never trade with Bill Belichick. I just feel like he'd always be trying to get me. So J.C. Jackson was a free agent, which was weird that they didn't bring him back. Right. But, but it's you, totally it's, Belichick. It's not a trade. It's totally Belichick. It's not though, a trade. To just cut a guy before it becomes expensive. Right. This is now, you're you're literally dealing with the devil here, Trey, with the Patriots. Winovich is entering his fourth season in the NFL. He was drafted 77th overall. He played 13 games last year. Uh, Playtime decreased in 2020 when he only started nine games for the Patriots. Uh, over his three years, he only has 11 sacks. None of them came last year, so... Seems like Winovich is just out of time in New England. Uh, Wilson, on the other hand, a really nice starting role in Cleveland over his first three seasons. 28 of 43 games played in the middle of the Browns' defense. Uh, former Alabama standout also saw his playtime decrease in 2021 and played nearly as many snaps on special teams as he did at linebacker. So maybe this is just a case of two guys that have talent needing a change of scenery, so you just swap them. One goes to New England, one goes to Cleveland. 
maybe recapture some of that potential that you had coming out of college with a new team. A, a new change of scenery can always do wonders for a player. So maybe that's just But I just think it's going to be like a lot that. more beneficial to Mac than it will be to Winovich. Agreed. Because of, who, going to because of who he's going to. Compared to going to Cleveland when you're leaving New England, especially with Belichick. These are both defensive guys. Kevin Zafanski is not a defensive-minded coach. Agreed. I, I think that that's a very valid point as well. I don't know. I The Browns are in a tough spot right now because they put all their eggs in that Baker basket and it's just not going to work out for them. On the other hand, a team did get a quarterback back that's really going to work out for them. Tom Brady has decided. Uh, we've put to it off for so long. To New England. We have to talk about it. We have to talk about it. Comes back to, I said New England, comes back to Tampa Bay, decides to come out of retirement. What did he spend? Two months in retirement? I think 60 days. 60 yeah. days in retirement. Comes out, decides, I'm not done yet. I'm, I, my place is on the football field. I'm coming back to Tampa Bay. And now the rumors are starting to fly. Was he really retiring, or did he want to try to force Tampa Bay to trade him to another team? Tampa Bay called his bluff. Arian said, five first-round draft picks for a 44-year-old player <laughs> if we are going to trade him. Brady finally figured out, you know what? I'm not going to be able to come back to a different team I'm going to come back to Tampa Bay maybe that was the case or maybe Brady was just spending a lot of time at home the past couple months and decided I don't really want to hang out with my family as much as I did. I saw did you see any of those memes where it's like Brady after Giselle asked him to like take out the garbage multiple weeks in a row and that was the kicker that was the kicker I, I also saw one that said Giselle asked him to go to Target and Whole Foods all right, the right, right, right. Like, I ain't doing this for the rest of my life I don't know what drove him into coming out of retirement, but, man, it's really, really something that you all expected to happen, but now it's happened and you're just like, that son of a bitch. Like, he he did exactly what everybody thought he was going to do. Whether it was for attention or whether he actually changed his mind, that's going to be up for debate and you can decide based on your own uh, thing. But all I do know is that he becomes it's instantly the second best quarterback in the <laughs> NFC. Probably behind Rodgers right now. It just never felt genuine. Although he led the t- league in touchdowns last year, so maybe he's the best quarterback in the NFC. And that NFC South, I mean, lock, well, now it's, lock now stock, it's and barrel yeah. no matter what. Even though we the, were we were so confused. It was so up in the air. You were, I was high on the Saints that they brought back Jameis Winston. But it's without question now who wins that division. But... We really were just kidding ourselves because the Ben thing felt real. The Ben thing, it was it was noticeable throughout the course of the season. Oh, this is his last game against the Browns. This is the last game on Monday Night Football. This is the last game at home. This is the last game away. This is the last playoff game. Brady was always, is he going to win and leave? Never Is, is he going to lose and let that be his last game? I, I don't think anyone was going to see that as reality. Question is though, how much longer does he let this go on? Because there are 32 teams vying for a Super Bowl win. Granted, you're in the much easier NFC side of things. I, I does he lose in the first or second or even third round of the playoffs and still call it a career? Like, is this guy so determined to go out on top that he'll just keep coming back until he wins an eighth and then he'll say, "Okay, now I'm done." 
do you think he's going to win another one? Do you think he has enough left in the tank to get over that hump and get get over that hump? So we've talked, get over the Rodgers, get over the Stafford Rams hump and get in. We uh, he t- almost did get over the Rams hump last year. We've talked since the Super Bowl, since the offseason really began, about how the Browns, sorry, the Browns, the Buccaneers can bring back all 22, but they also have the potential to lose a lot of guys. I think with Brady returning, and we saw it immediately with the Bucks decided to re-sign Ryan Jensen. That you're going to see all those guys come back. All, I think Godwin's coming back. Godwin's going to get franchise tagged. I think uh, Leonard Fournette's going to sign like a one year or two year deal with them. I think you're going to get all of these guys back. So why believe that anything would be different? Where would you put them in the hierarchy of the NFC right now? I put them in top three. Of course, Green Bay, Tampa, and L.A. Right? And L.A. Those are the three right? teams. Now, the other interesting thing about, and this kind of brings us back to Deshaun Watson, is there's a lot of talk that Watson's agents want him to go to the NFC because it's easier. That's why the Panthers are a sexy spot. That's why the Saints, Saints are a sexy spot. But both of those teams now are, in the are NFC landing South. smack dab in the division of the GOAT, Tom Brady. So Does it even matter? Maybe in the future it'll well, help him because Brady will retire eventually, I think, for real. But at least this year, it's going to be tough. And Deshaun sledding. Watson's how old? 24, 20s, 25? 26, I think, more like that. But he stayed a lot at Clemson. He, he didn't exactly leave early. But I just think that it's going to be a tougher hill to climb at least this year. Uh, he's 26 years old. At least this year when it comes to that NFC South division. So Tom Brady just threw a, a, a crazy curveball not just into his own division not just into the Deshaun Watson thing but into the entire NFL with him deciding to announce his comeback he 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 took over March Madness he took over Selection Sunday right. he just completely I don't think stole it that thunder from the NCAA I don't think it matters if Watson goes to Carolina or New Orleans I still think Brady wins that division I do too I think and it's I a still lock. think even if Watson goes to Carolina or New Orleans that team, whatever gets him, doesn't break the top three of L.A., Tampa, Green Bay. I think they're probably fourth, right? Probably fourth. They would probably end up becoming the fourth best team now. Is it Dallas? Is it the Cowboys? It's probably Dallas. Ugh. That's not a really So maybe big... you're even tied for Are you really that much better than Dallas that's with not like a... I don't know, but that's like not a really big thing no, to get. It's a big so... gap. Yeah. So like and then who's not... after Dallas? Arizona? Ooh. San Fran? San Fran, Arizona would probably be my best two choices after that. I mean, maybe Minnesota. Like that's just because you love the Vikings. Well, also because the coach is gone now, too. So that, Zimmer's that, gone. That might Good help point. a little bit. By the way, with the Vikings, I saw Kirk Cousins and the money he gets. He signed another extension for one year with a lot of guaranteed money. He's made like over $150 million guaranteed in his career. Like, you want to talk all about the franchise tags he got in Washington? The bag. Yeah. Like, that guy has been stealing bags. Right, he got three consecutive years of a franchise tag in Washington? Yes. But I will say this I think he played his best football last year of his entire sure. career. So. I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing the Vikings bring him back, especially when we're talking about about what we're talking about here. There is no clear fourth team, so everybody has a chance to really jump into that spot. But I think compared, like, you talk AFC versus NFC, it's those three and everyone else, whereas the AFC, you could pick six teams to come out of that conference to win the Super Bowl or to represent that conference in the Super Bowl, right? Six teams. Bills. Chiefs. Bills, Chiefs, Ravens. Chargers. Yeah. Bills, Chiefs, 
Chargers, Ravens, Bengals, Broncos. Broncos? Yeah, with Tit- Russell. Titans? Okay, sure. Maybe? And then maybe the Raiders with Derek Carr. Maybe. I think that's the that's tier where below. you kind of start yeah. with the um, That's a stretch. With the Titans and the Ravens or the Raiders, that's where that's you kind of start going. Even but the those, Ravens are kind of like six eh. teams with the quarterbacks. Herbert, Mahomes, Lamar, Burrow, Russ, and I'm missing one. And Josh Allen. Yes, who I think is going to be the best he'll of all. Save of best year. for last. He'll I think it's the best team as well. Yeah, those the, six quarterbacks alone can make you a. I mean, that Super sounds Bowl like six can, playoff spots right there. That sounds is. like there's only well, one left. Up it's for grabs. weird because we say Herbert, and he missed it there. last year, but you didn't have a defense like. But he now did, you so. have J.C. Jackson. Yeah. Now you have Khalil Mack. Yeah, it's, help. I wonder if that also factored into Tom Brady's decision. If he was like, not only do I have left in the tank some more to give, but the NFC is weak this oh, year. Oh, absolutely. I mean, but he was. The one team that it was reported that he was going to sign with, if or be traded to, if not re-sign with Tampa, was San Francisco. San Francisco. So Another was, a- an NFC team. He was staying in the NFC regardless. I don't. Tom Brady is one smart dude. I don't think he was planning on coming back to New England or coming back to the AFC anytime. No, I, I don't think anybody should want to sign in the AFC right no. now. The NFC is where you got to go if you're a quarterback that's looking for a new deal because the, the AFC. It's not just that the AFC has all these studs. <laughs> It's not like they're going to retire anytime soon. No, they're all, all... Of these guys. It's long players still. Like, well, Russell's the only one, but he's still got at least four years, I think, left right. in the tank. And okay, so you take Russell out of that, but like Herbert, Mahomes, Lamar, they all have. Burrow. They're all they, young. All yeah, Allen, they all have a decade in front of them at mm-hmm. least of playing at a high level. So that right they, now they're the all playing the AFC. Yeah. Hierarchy has kind of been set in stone for not just this coming season, but for years and years to come. At least the next five years. Now, can a team like the Steelers get a franchise guy in a couple years in a draft? Can Could it be Trubisky? Trevor or? Lawrence turn it around in Jacksonville? Right. Like, teams might, you know, pop up about those fans, but it seems to me like for a good 10-year stretch, you're going to have a ton of continuity as far as the teams Ten year, that are Ten-year, I think, is a little maybe given, you know... I mean, someone could get hurt. Not only that, but given... Just 10 years with teams aren't as long as they used to be. I would say five years. The next five years, the AFC is going to be tough. 10 years, you could see players move around a bit. And then the NFC, it's just the exact opposite. Right. And the NFC, there's because, just... Because who are the three quarterbacks we're talking about on the NFC side of things? We're talking about Matt Stafford, who is older than everyone in the AFC, and then Tom Brady, who's 44. Who's a grandpa. And Rodgers, who's turning 39 this year. Exactly. So their years are going to be numbered, and they haven't really established that young guy to pass the torch to. Maybe it's Dak. But he's also starting to get up there as far as he's concerned. He is. And he just took away one of his receiving weapons. Arguably his best one? Because I think C. C. Lamb Lamb's is probably better. But is C. Lamb entering his third year now? Yes. Third year. But only really second year with Dak. I, I think CD Lamb's enough in the NFL. Dak though. turns 29 this year. He's old. Like, he's getting older. So there is no real young stud in the NFC that you can point to and be like, that guy's going to be the star. Maybe it is maybe it is Justin Fields. Like, maybe he will find something. Because I think the talent's there. Maybe. And now you no longer have Matt Nagy holding you back. That's true. But it is the Bears. So don't put it past the Bears to ruin no. the quarterback. No, no, no.
Maybe Justin Fields in four years will be the Steelers quarterback after Maybe. he goes to Buffalo or something in rehab. Right, that's himself. what I'm trying to say. You don't see guys sticking with the teams that get, they no. necessarily are drafted by. Not all the time. That's for sure. That'll do it for this episode of the Steelers Standard. Always appreciate you guys listening to us. We'll have a fresh batch of episodes for you later this week. Who knows what's going to happen by then? Probably a thousand more moves in the NFL that we can sink our teeth into. But for now, for Jacob Brecht, I'm Tom Offerman. That'll do it. And we'll talk to you guys next time on the Steelers Standard.